0: Uh, right now, though, time to chat to the man in charge of the Crows' sample side, and the Crows looking pretty solid, sitting third. Uh, tough loss against Nord. A couple of weeks' time they take on the Eagles as well, so that'll be a big test. Uh, it is Mick Godden. Godsey, good morning to you, mate. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, got, the, got the morning off this week, Godsey. What's on the menu this morning before you fire up for tonight?
1: Oh, it's actually really nice to have a bit of a morning off, but... No, just sitting around uh, the house with the family, just got the fire going and having lots of coffees, really. Very That's
0: nice. Is it? No doubt listening to SCNSA as well.
1: <laughs> no
0: doubt, no doubt. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Uh, mate, sitting uh, third on the ladder, firstly, uh, take us through the loss to Norwood, the Red Legs up and about, but um, how would you see it from your perspective, your boys?
1: Yeah, it was disappointing. They, uh, Norwood played really well, they've obviously had a good month of footy and yeah, they they play a, a really strong brand, a very you know contested game, and we we weren't able to match it uh, early. It was which was a bit disappointing from our end because we've been pretty good in that space this year. Um, but yeah, they you know we I guess after quarter time things got a little bit better. Our second quarter was was okay, and I mean Nord allowed us to stay in the game by kicking a lot of points. But then we kicked a lot of points late in the game too. So we yeah you know, we, we did a couple of a uh, couple of goals late we had our chances but yeah not not good enough on the day but we've we've been pretty good this year and yeah it's the second time leading into a bye that we just haven't quite been to the level so that's something that you know has a coach you got to address because it's um it could be a little bit more mental than physical so we just yeah but other than that it's been it's been a good uh, good start to the year for us
2: uh, Godsy Gibber here, mate. Uh, obviously, the, the bye this week, freshen up, uh, leading into three games to go before finals. Now, the Crows should play finals this year in the Sandfall, which, uh, which is great. Everyone sets out to do that, that at the start of the year. Uh, now with the the afl side we might see some guys get some opportunities in the next four weeks so as a coach how do you how do you juggle your side you obviously want a, a bit of continuity leading into finals and and getting guys playing well together uh is, is that a bit of a, a hard task as as coach as guys may be coming in and out of the side from week to week
1: yeah it is giver. it certainly is difficult. We. Um... You know, I guess our the first priority for me is to make sure every player that's on an AFL list gets to play AFL as soon as soon as they can and as often as they can. So, you know, it's, it, you do get compromised a little bit because you, your mind says it'll be nice to have some of these guys playing uh, with us and get some continuity. But you know, the the main objective, as I said, is to get these players playing really good, strong AFL footy. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting month because clearly, with the the qualification that we have um, for these guys to play AFL finals yeah you know, your fortunes can change pretty quickly you know if we you know we don't know what that's going to look like over the next you know 3 weeks so yeah we've just got to you just got to put the club first and that's that's our job and make sure that the players get their chance and you know whatever we have left over we sort of we manipulate and do the best we can because you don't always you know as you know it doesn't always work out the way you want it in terms of the balance of the side so we have a development side um, of 15 guys that will fit, um, fit in there nicely and do what, uh, what we can't feel from an AFL squad perspective.
0: Hey God, you, and some of those players, we're live and interactive here and a lot of people texting through, just sort of uh, putting the question out for some of those guys who might be in the mix. Uh, a lot of texts this morning about Tariq Newchurch. I, I dare say consistency is the key for Tariq, but uh, does he have attributes, do you think, that could work at AFL level?
1: yeah he certainly does has he's he's taking a while to to get going and I think I know that uh, there has been a fair groundswell of support that there's a there's a lot to a footballer to, to play play Phil footy as we know, and he's still got a lot of areas to work on but if you think about his you know his really good attributes he does have genuine speed he's he still doesn't use it consistently enough, which we've spoken about um and he's obviously he finishes nicely in front of goal but you know, in order to finish in front of goal you've got to get the footy and there's a lot of things that are involved in getting the footy as well. So he's still a young man, he's you know, he's still learning the game and you know, they you know, they get thrust into league footy pretty young, some of these guys, and they're physically not quite ready because being on an AFL list means you get the right to play for NFL League footy. Um, doesn't mean they're ready for it all, all the time, but he's uh, you know, he's working on his game every week and he's one of the guys that we'd love to see play, but he does need more consistency.
2: The other one I wanted to know about Godsey was Brett Turner, a bit more mature body who you picked up in the mid-season draft. Uh, it was sort of reported that he could potentially come straight into the AFL side to, to see what, what he could do. How have you found his form in the sand full uh, over the last couple of weeks? And is he one that could get an opportunity in the AFL side uh, before the season finishes?
1: Yeah, give it. It's, it's been a, it's been interesting because I I've sort of really want to get turned into the AFL team as soon as we possibly can. And as you said, he's a mature body. He's you know, he brings a level of experience too, which is great. And he's got this real power from stoppage that we really want to see. And he um, but he just he's been a little up and down, to be honest. And and he'll be the first to admit that he's his his first game. He was he was quite solid, and then he found it a little bit difficult and. Like a lot of footballers, they overthink it, and um, that's what Brett's been doing. He's got a lot to learn very, very quickly in terms of game plan. So we're just trying to strip that back at the moment and just you know, relax a little bit in, in trying to do absolutely everything perfect from a, from a team perspective and actually show what he's capable of doing. So we get that balance right in the next couple of weeks, and you know, who knows, he might, he might get that chance.
0: Got two texts coming through. One from Anne inquiring about Luke Nankervis, um, how he looks like in terms of his development, and the other one as well, asking about Zach Taylor and what sort of player he is.
1: Yeah, so Luke Nankervis, um, so he's a wing half forward. He's a he can he's can run all day. He's a really athletic player, um, and he's he's got a lot of heart as well. So we love what Luke brings. He's, he's I think he's, he's he can ju- he's going to be able to take marks as well at some point. He can really jump and leap it it. So he's not quite consistent in the aerial space yet, but yeah, excited about what Luke's going to do. He's obviously had a year now, or nearly a full year of sample footy, um, and he's you know he has his ups and he has his downs. But we with another good pre-season under his belt, we're excited about him. And Zachy Taylor, was well, Zach that came in with a lot of things he needed to work on. Um, obviously, I worked very closely with Zach, but his last month in particular has been really good. He's a he's an inside mid. Um, we're, we're adding some outside game to him, but his hands in close is as good as I've seen at his age. Um, so now he's just got to add a little bit more to his game. So, we're, yeah, as I said, his last month's been really strong.
0: Can you explain to us what James Rowe needs to do to get himself an AFL gig? I feel like you, you would know James Rowe probably better than most. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's just got some really nice natural footy smarts above everything else, but he's not playing AFL footy. What's the reason?
1: Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's it's a difficult one because you've got to find that balance with Saligo and Wayne Miller is playing up there now, and obviously Nettie McHenry and Roey you know, you've got to get that balance between talls and smalls. So it's unfortunate that James is in the side, but as you know, he's he is. He's got he finds time and space. He uh, I actually threw him up on ball last week against Nord and he had a really good quarter. And that's not something that we see him playing at AFL level, but. To get him around the footy was really important because sometimes playing as a small forward, it can be a bit starved up there. So I think as we get better, he'll get better. So, look, he's doing everything right. He's, he's training really well. And, look, I'm you know, in terms of getting back in the side, it's only a matter of time for him. It's just, you know, it's like this side is still uh, a work in progress, our AFL side. And, you know, there's weeks that players are coming in and out because we've got to try to find that right balance. So, um, yeah, but James, he's doing everything he can.
2: And just continuing on uh, on the the AFL side, so big four weeks coming up for the club. It's really important teams, I, I think, that don't make finals, that they, they finish the year off strong. Uh, there's certainly some winnable games in there, uh, Carlton, West Coast, North Melbourne and Port to finish the season. Uh, what do you think the club needs to do? Is there any focus on leading into this, this last month of footy that you can have some real confidence uh, leading into the off-season uh, and then leading into pre-season? Because... Some of the, the new the young guys they can really springboard off of finishing the year well um and kick uh their their pre season.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah we, we certainly wanna it's not a sort of not going sort of downhill towards the end of the year, you want to be going up, you know, you want to be heading up and really putting in some good performances and you know, we're training as hard as ever to make sure that we finish the year strongly. Um, look in terms of I mean not in terms of win loss, if you just go the way we wanna play and we've spoken about it a lot, but our consistency isn't always there. I mean, we look back to last week, our first quarter clearly wasn't where we needed it to be, but then the next three quarters we would argue was was very strong. So, you know, we need to just see that four quarter effort and you know, it's and even in quarters there's periods where we have ten minute lapses. So, you know, that's you know, some may say that's maturity and it, it it possibly is, but we just want to see that and if we if we get that a couple of times I think we're going to push some of these sides and you know have a couple of really good performances because you know if we, we play the way we played especially the second half against Sydney and some other halves and other quarters we've played if we can add those quarters together we we play a good brand of footy and um, yeah to get a couple of wins would be lovely but uh, more more importantly get that consistency in our game so we can go into the pre-season feeling really good about ourselves.
0: Hey guys, we've been speaking this morning uh, as you can imagine a lot about Matt Crouch and it's a pretty similar situation that bryce went through as well um I'm not going to ask you about contract situation and all those types of things but internally how is he going because there is a lot of external noise
1: yeah it's, i mean, it's just it's really tough and, and bryce you, you you know exactly what it's like it's a it's a tough industry this one and there's obviously a lot of opinions internal and external and um a lot of things you get influenced by so matt you know from my dealings, my personal dealings has been has been really good and Matt's you know as i said he's dealing with a lot of a lot of things and you know all we can do is just be there to support them and, and that's that's my role as, as a development coach and also the sample is to make sure that he's comfortable when he plays with us he knows exactly what he needs to do, and we uphold those standards and that's that's what i've you know what i what my role is and and you know my dealings uh, in those times have been really strong so um yeah, look. Any player that's in this position, it's tough. But
0: nearly every player on the planet goes through it at some
1: point, and you know he'll uh, he'll find a way through it.
0: Uh, just a quick one as well. Riley Philthorpe, a word on his ankle. How serious is it? Doesn't look like it's too bad.
1: No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, we we actually the sample boys trained at, at, at Amy yesterday, so um, I didn't see him train. But uh, yeah, apparently, obviously, hasn't got up, which is disappointing. But he, um, yeah, I don't think it'll be too bad. It'll be. I'm not a medico, but I'd be assuming one week because he was able to do the captain's, most of the captain's
0: run yesterday. Bryce Gibbs Cup tonight. Good luck, Godsey. Uh, it'd be nice to see a nice little upset on the horizon, but uh, otherwise, good luck for next week against the Eagles.
1: Thank you very much, guys.
0: Cheers. Mick Godden from the Adelaide Crows, of course, development coach and also coaches the sample side. Um, does a very, very good job um, from all reports and from what we know of Godsey. Jeez, he's very, very well-liked and well-respected. And... Um, it's sample boys doing some good sold things, but it's a good nice insight as well and Matt Crouch and what he'd be going through because at the end of the day you do need to understand and appreciate that he's a human just like everyone else and he's going to see what's been written and what's been reported.
2: Yeah he is a great operator, Godsey. I've obviously worked with him for a year or two at the Crows and he plays a big role with those senior guys coming back, Matt Crouch, Luke Brown. They can't find their way back into the side so um, these development coaches and uh, coaches of the sample side seem to have this great balance of helping the the older guys stay focused and set a good example for the young guys and and also develop these these up-and-coming players uh, that you want to see play for your club for many years to come so uh, and it is a tough role because as he said leading into the finals with um, he doesn't know w- what the side's going to look like who's going to be in and out It can be a little bit tricky, but uh, he handles himself really well.